0: Welcome to
1: Bloom Box Growing
0: Deeper. I'm Sarah.
1: I'm Hannah, and we're on a mission to help you become the gardener you want to be. Hi, Sarah, happy anniversary.
0: You too, Hannah.
1: We're a year old. We did it. I can't believe it. Okay. You're the mom. What happens at one year? Um, they can walk sometimes? They can walk
0: sometimes. They're super cranky. <laughs> you now have to, like, start childproofing things. Okay. It's all adding up. <laughs> <laughs> we were a little cranky when we started, but we're good. Uh, our microphone cords were... Our corns. <laughs> Our microphone cords were all tangled up. So we got a little crabby. Yeah.
1: So this week, we're a week away from Valentine's Day, which not everyone celebrates. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day?
0: Um, we, like, recognize that it exists. I don't. We don't spend a lot of money on it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we surprise each other, so I guess Aww. the answer is I don't really know until nice. I decide something. But um, my birthday, your birthday is right after mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, too, so we kind of do, like, one date night that covers both. Sure. Especially now that that involves a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we don't really
1: celebrate Valentine's Day either in a big way. Just yeah. because it's like,
0: oh gosh, it's so much work. Well, and like not we a big... just got done with <laughs> holiday budgeting. We don't right. now need another fancy dinner. Right. So we make heart-shaped pizza every year. I love, I love that. Which is yeah.
1: a tradition my mom started with us as kids.
0: I think that is so cute. I also like bringing in... Not just a spousal thing. Like there's more relationships in your life in Valentine's Day. Your kids. Valentine's Day. Yes, I love Valentine's. I did used Day. to do in college. I regularly got invited to um, some friends' Valentine's Day. Let's event. do it. We're gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else? We need more things to plan. <laughs> oh, the other thing is, I feel like uh, a lot of people who like really celebrate Valentine's Day fall in that category of people that think February passes slowly. Oh my and that's not our life this time of year goes so fast february's gone already i know like you said in the hallway earlier we're planning june right now Mm -hmm. march and april have been planned we're planning june and i feel behind yes i feel very behind on things um You know, we've got to have Bloombox ready to open in 27 days. If anyone wants to celebrate Valentine's Day with
1: us, we will take it. If you just deliver to the office, like cookies Mm -hmm. or something. Yes. There (laughs) Um, will
0: be sweatpants involved. Don't deliver
1: it to the office, but like wine. Yeah. (laughs) Since it's Valentine's Day coming up and we want to celebrate relationships of all sorts, Mm -hmm. we are doing a little bit of a gardening valentine's episode right and i like before we started recording you said you know our hobbies and things that we do which includes gardening tree planting talking about trees (laughs) rub off on the people that we're around whether no matter the type of relationship it is right so like I will take my nephew for a walk. He's 16. And every once in a while, we'll hang out and we'll walk through a park and I quiz him on trees. And, like, I love it. You know, he's a teenager. So I'll do, I make it funny to teenagers. Like, um, sycamore trees have seeds that are fuzzy balls.
0: <laughs> there is <laughs> actually, he thinks that's great. That is a cultivar of a slepius. Okay. <laughs> but, Maybe maybe some seeds for his birthday would yeah. funny.
1: Mm, he wouldn't like he that. He wouldn't like
0: seeds. He He's would like, want...
1: Where's my money? Oh. <laughs> That's he just true. wants cash. I'm a He's little
0: 16. Out of touch with 16 year olds. Sorry. It's <laughs> <His> gas money. <laughs> I still deal with kids in the age where like creating activities for them is the highlight.
1: No, no, no. Not for him.
0: <laughs> yeah, we went to the Children's Museum last weekend. It was my sister's birthday present to my son. That's mm, a trip to mm-hmm. the Children's Museum. And there's, you know, if you've ever been to the Lincoln Children's Museum, there's a whole display about there's treehouse, there's trees, there's like, you can go inside an acorn. Working it, too. They're adding something. Mm-hmm. There's construction. Mm-hmm. That was a highlight, also. <laughs> <laughs> <There was laughs> well, oh, yeah. But I was like, I could have, like, explored that treehouse all day. They were like, you could crawl inside of a leaf. You could go inside of an acorn. And uh, Silas was having fun, too. And, like, you can tell that that was just expected of me that if there was plants people weren't Mm -hmm. automatically knew they couldn't rush past that part
1: yeah yeah i don't have kids so i haven't seen it because they they get creeped out when you show up without kids so the children's i was very
0: excited when i started having nieces and nephews of the age they have done some adult
1: nights every so often i went to one a harry potter course. where they had like all these different Harry Potter they had like crafts and a potions making class and like it was super fun. Got to make your own wand and they had owls from Raptor Recovery. No way. It was awesome. It was a fundraiser for them so it was super fun. Okay I didn't think about that. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. I had so much fun. I mean Silas had his own fun but I was like I'm crawling in the prairie dog holes. This is so much fun and uh, then I had to get out of the way because there were kids that wanted to play with the kids toys and (laughs) Mm -hmm. thought I should leave that to them.
1: Sure. Fine.
0: Yeah. But uh, it is fun to see how, you know, people that care about us truly care about you will care about the things you're interested in, even if they don't adopt that interest for themselves. Mm -hmm. It reminds me back to Harry Potter because
1: I'm obsessed (laughs) with it if there weren't a billion Harry Potter podcasts I'd I'd have one of those but they all already exist I can't imagine (laughs) being able to come
0: up with a new angle Mm -hmm. for that Mm -hmm. one
1: there isn't one Um, but it reminds me of a Parks and Rec scene (laughs) where um, Anne and and Leslie are talking and Anne goes, you tend to bulldoze people. And she goes, <laughs> and Leslie says, what are you talking about? And she goes, you made me watch all six, seven, well there's eight Harry Potter movies and I don't even like Harry Potter. And <laughs> Leslie goes, what are you talking about? You've seen all eight movies?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we have a way of rubbing off. Yes. On... Forcefully or voluntarily. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Um, we're just giving a quick introduction here and then we're going to cut to some interviews. We each sat down with our husbands and talked about, um, you know, how, how gardening has been a part of our relationships and whether they were gardeners before they met us. And I won't, I won't say too much more. Whether they're gardeners now. Whether they're gardeners now. I think that it's interesting because both of them appreciate that we garden, um, Nick has jumped in fully. We garden together a lot. That's, in fact, that's a lot of um, our time spent together is doing projects in the garden. And I know Matthew very much appreciates all the work you do, but he's not become a gardener. Mm -hmm. Maybe as fully as you are well as
1: you'll learn it's a snake issue
0: <laughs> completely and totally <laughs> pretty much
1: that's uh, why he
0: won't mow i oh. mow he doesn't mow either i did know you mowed but i didn't know why i just figured that was how you set things up
1: no but it's the snakes i do all mm-hmm. outdoor stuff because of the snakes i have to bring in the firewood too Oh, yeah. Although I point out to him when it's this cold. They aren't around. Ain't yeah. nothing going to happen with this More likely snake. to be in your
0: house when it's this cold. Right.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't tell him that. Uh, I will not. Hopefully he, he doesn't listen. Well, also, as we established in the
0: interview, he does not listen. Okay. <laughs> I only I listened to a little bit of it, but I haven't listened to the full thing yet. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll, it'll just be fun um, to talk about you know, what we have learned and decided to do together and and the things that we can just appreciate that the other person does so Mm -hmm. um enjoy wonderful
1: all right hello everybody uh this is hannah and i'm here with my husband matthew i'm matthew how's it going you know, it's a Sunday night at 9.30, and Sarah said this had to get done. <laughs> so we're getting it done, because I do what Sarah tells me to do. <laughs> that's smart. Yes. Really smart. So we're sitting here at our house with our beloved Colonel Mustard, who is our kitty cat. So if it gets a little purry, sorry, that's who it is. He's our He's our baby. Okay, so as you know, we're recording a little bit for a Valentine's episode. All about being in a relationship with gardeners. Okay. Because we understand that could be tough on some people.
2: (laughs) I I think it usually goes pretty good.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll get into it. But first, let's talk a little bit about us.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. So, we started dating in high school. So, long before my gardening obsession. Although, I was a little... I liked plants.
2: Yeah, I feel like you've you've always been a, a plants and outdoors and animal kind of person.
1: That's right. So we've been together for let's see, that was so seventeen years coming up on seventeen years. So long, <laughs> so long. Um, so we've uh, known each other through a lot of different things, and you have had the pleasure of knowing me getting into gardening with when we purchased our house. Absolutely. Are you into gardening?
2: <laughs> I like having a beautiful garden. I like that we have a beautiful garden. Uh, I, I'm not personally, uh, it's not a personal passion of mine, um, but if dirt needs to be dug up or something needs to be moved, then I'm, I'm, I'm into that. But the, the actual uh, planting and care of the planting um, is definitely best left in your hands.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. (laughs) So what is your experience with gardening in general? Like start when you were a kid. Did you, did you guys garden?
2: You know, we, we had, we had some, you know, flowers and we, we had a few different vegetables and things that we would plant from time to time. I felt like it was, there's almost like an annual kind of experiment of something we would try and grow. Like one year we grew a pumpkin and another
1: one pumpkin one pumpkin that's all you got (laughs) yeah
2: and a a a different year we we grew like like two or three stocks of corn um in our backyard um it it was it was it was interesting um one of the random vegetables that, that stands out to me that i i remember being like part of the selection and actual like you know growth growth of the plant was um these purple peppers yeah. Um, and um, I, I just remember, you know, picking, you know, picking out the, the seeds and then, you know, well, going through the whole process until eventually we obviously ate the purple pepper, which was delicious. Um, mm. and, and I think that's more my, you know, I love to cook. And I love to work with like fresh veggies um, and herbs and things. And so I think that that's probably my most direct connection. Um, I do remember being at my. Uh, all my dad's family's from Humboldt, mm-hmm. Nebraska. And shout
1: out to Humboldt! Shout
2: out to Humboldt if you're out there <laughs> listening, um, Richardson County. And the the two things that I I remember like kind of gardening and plant wise there, one was that my great grandmother over time had just taken out her almost entire front yard and it was all iris. It was just, like, the most beautiful thing you've ever seen um, if you like iris, which I do. Um, and, and so she just had, like, a whole lawn full of iris, which I've, I've never seen anyone else do quite that uh, type of a front front yard treatment.
1: We're working on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other one was that my, my grandma um, started taking out, uh, you know, some of—she had this kind of side yard, and I, I don't think she especially liked mowing it— um, and so she started putting in all different kinds of row crops and things. And so she she had, you know, she had peas and multiple kinds of tomatoes. And um, I, I thought I didn't like peas because I didn't <laughs> like the mushy canned peas. And I, I remember, you know, like walking in the garden with her and she's like, no, you got to try this. And like, you know, picking a pea and eating it right in her garden is like, OK, this is totally different. Um, so that th- those are probably the most most uh, special memories I have of gardening. Mm
1: hmm. So this could might be a hard question because you've only been in a relationship with me, but what's different about being in a relationship with a gardener, especially when you aren't one? Admittedly,
2: I I think you know the, the, the one thing that I I definitely appreciate is that like when it's when it's time to do something, it's time to do it, and you know I've I've seen where you've had we've had you know a whole dining room full of things that are waiting to go in and then all of a sudden it's the right day it's the right temperature and you know from morning until you know the sun's going down i just you're just putting stuff in all day i'm 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 always impressed by your work ethic to knock that out um, and then i get to pick it and cook with it a couple months later which is always so great
1: oh on the vegetable
2: side on the vegetable side but i mean on the on the flower side i mean like our, our our front yard got transformed last year you know, and it was, it's
1: going even further.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a four season, it's a a, a four season uh, home arboretum showcase. So
1: <laughs> see the seed for more details. My whole introductory letter is about my front yard. So,
2: guess um, it's not an arboretum because it's not labeled technically, right?
1: Well, and there's ugh, there's only a, there's not enough trees. <laughs> there's only like six. It's not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I will say I do use our dining room as a staging area, which is maybe not the best room. Our
2: our dining room has been used as a a home staging area. It was also used as a spring affair uh, staging area. 2020,
1: 2021, baby. Absolutely. I didn't have an office. We weren't allowed on campus, <laughs> so We're, the dining room it was. Where are all the plants
2: going to go, you know?
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, that's, now I'm having traumatic flashbacks. Okay, so what do you like about our garden?
2: Um, I like that you do most of the work, <laughs> um, just to be candid. That's and
1: I like that you do all the cooking.
2: Right, so it's, it's, it's a pretty... Gosh,
1: I hate cooking.
2: <laughs> it's a pretty good trade-off, I think, Um yeah i I mean i i love that there's something like year round i feel like uh, a lot of gardens that i see are you know they're only good for a couple months we were just talking about that earlier today and i i I like that even in the winter you know i i look out our our front our front windows front door and there's 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 things to see year round and you can see that the wildlife enjoys it um you know sometimes too much sometimes too much um you know I, i i like that there's just you know, at w- the first time that, that you put a bloom box in, that was before you worked for the Arboretum. It was. Um, you know, all of a sudden we just had butterflies everywhere, um, which I, I, I'd never seen so many butterflies um, all, all in one place, you know, just in your backyard. And I was just like, wow, that, that really made a big difference. And so it's it's something that you see that's like a, a, tangible, a tangible thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So do you ever see yourself becoming a gardener?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't see myself becoming a gardener. Um, I I think, I think I could be a like year-round, um, like indoor lettuces and herbs grower.
1: Yes, because of the culinary person. Because
2: of the food. Because of the the food usage. Because uh, it, it's so great in the summer, and we have all these herbs, and we have some herbs that are pretty hardy, Like this, we have this mint. In our backyard, that you know, it's um, it's deep into the winter
1: because you're not a gardener. So all the other gardeners are going, "Oh no, mint!" Because mint, people hate mint in their garden. It's mint is known for its hardiness.
2: It's but... contained. It's contained <laughs> in its own little spot, though.
1: Yeah, I've talked about this many times on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's contained because it's bordered, and the dog, all these things. But we also have time which is super hardy. Yeah, the time
2: lasts forever. And the forever.
1: lavender and oregano. Yeah, our kitchen garden is hopping.
2: Yeah, I just, I like being the able sage. to, Ugh. yeah, just do different, make different spice blends or make different syrups for tea or cocktails mm-hmm. or different things just to have it around. And what, I, I feel like when I can't decide what I want to make and there's things that are in the garden, I'll just go pick some of it. And then usually I'm, I'm ready. Usually I've decided by that point.
1: And we did try to make or try to grow lemongrass one time. And we did it. It was fine. It was fine.
2: Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'd, I'd probably buy lemongrass at the store. Um, right. I think, it, yeah, It it is sort of a pain to harvest, uh-huh. too. It is sort of like getting a paper cut every five <laughs> seconds, which I, I didn't love.
1: Yeah. But it was good.
2: Yeah, it was the, oh, it tasted great.
1: And the Thai basil. Mm-hmm. I need to grow more of that this year.
2: Yeah, the basil was the, also really good. Yeah, the, the the Thai basil was one that all of a sudden, you know, we, we didn't have hardly any of it and then it was like boom. And it was like yeah. just a ton of Thai basil and That's I was like That's basil for yeah. you.
1: Mhm. Okay. So, before I get to my last question, is there anything else about gardening that you want to talk about? A burning gardening question you've been wanting to ask me?
2: <laughs> I feel like you, you get asked my, my burning gardening questions sort of stream of conscious as they come up. So
1: That's true. Okay. What, I
2: don't, what I don't like about our garden, what I don't like about our garden is, are the snakes.
1: <laughs> so. And I act like
2: we have like a big snake problem. We have like little teeny tiny snakes.
1: I but... have to be honest. We have way more snakes than anywhere I don't, know. I don't know why. So for those of you who don't know Matthew, which is probably most of you, um, he is terrified of snakes. Like,
2: phobia phobia level terrified. And, and for, for no good reason.
1: Small snakes, it doesn't matter. And so we have... Worms that look like snakes. Worms that look like snakes.
2: Not, not, not terrified of worms, but... No.
1: We have many a gardener snake in our yard all the time and in fact do you remember when i was replacing the stairs on the back into the basement Mm -hmm. the back door yep i found snake skeletons under under the stairs they got stuck burn it
2: down you know
1: (laughs) we have so many snakes it's i don't know which to me goes i have an excellent garden (laughs) i support a good ecosystem and you got a dog that somehow doesn't want to kill snakes yeah it's like rabbits, sure yeah this is
2: a little off topic but he he likes to chase them around sometimes but there's no action you know and i'm as the song goes like a little less conversation a little more action (laughs) i still
1: remember one time when he cornered one and then looked at me like now what what do i do (laughs) Like I don't know, and then you just let it go. <laughs> it's nice of him.
2: Yeah. Me- meanwhile, these 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 rabbits just decimated our beautiful. We had this beautiful lacinato kale, mm-hmm. and the, the, the a rabbit had just an excellent, you know, Sunday brunch one day. Mm-hmm. And then I don't I don't think we hardly ate any of that, did we?
1: Well, no, because it it was done. Yeah. They ate it all. It's too late in the season to grow more. Okay. So, we have a tradition on the podcast, which you don't know about because you've never listened to it. I
2: have, I have listened to the podcast.
1: You told me you haven't listened to any of it, but that's okay.
2: Cut that out too, Sarah.
1: No. So, we have a little <laughs> tradition where we ask people what their plant of the week is. In the summer, spring, summer, fall, we ask what's blooming. Mm-hmm. But winter, plant of the week. And I did not prepare you for this. So, if... You don't want to do what you're currently thinking about for your plant. You could also do your favorite plant. So, do you have a favorite plant? If so, what is it? Or do you have another plant that's on your mind this week?
2: I think just since we talked about food a lot, I think the one thing that you you really can't replace and we just have the best of them in Nebraska are tomatoes. When you when you get those, when you get those like perfect tomatoes, they're just amazing. And there's there's nothing... Ooh, there's, it's
1: making my mouth there's water nothing, like summer tomatoes. There's nothing
2: <laughs> like like the first time that you're like, oh, here we go. Because once you get one tomato, then it's going to be tomatoes for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. And it, it just it totally changes things. So I, I always look forward to seeing the first tomatoes come in.
1: I thought you were going to say iris because you do love iris.
2: Iris are my favorite flower. Like I said, you know... Ha- with my great grandma having all of those, I think that's what inspired that. My my dad always, you know, he, he split off some of the iris mm-hmm. that she had and had those on the side of his house. So I, I love all different kinds of iris, but there's there, there, there's there's something about like summertime that you you see those tomatoes come up and it's like let's go let's pick some of these and make some magic happen in the kitchen.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thanks for
0: chatting.
2: Happy Valentine's Day.
0: Happy Valentine's Day. Hello, this is Sarah. I'm here at home with my husband, Nick, and a couple glasses of wine. So say hi, Nick. Hello. You've heard stories of our gardening adventures together, so now you finally get to meet him. Um, We're going to tell you a little bit about ourselves and how we started gardening together and what we are hoping to do this year. Maybe we have fun plans this year.
3: We have lots of fun plans this year. Yeah. We have, a uh, guess, kind of broken up into stages, what we want to do. So Yeah,
0: the rock pile.
3: Yeah, yes, is my back it... is already looking forward to that.
0: <laughs> so Hannah and Matthew started by like, kind of giving people a little history. So we met in college in 2013, and then what? we got married in 2017. At first, we lived in an apartment and a rented house, and so... We moved to our our current home where we we get to do some really big projects. When did we move here?
3: Been here just over three years. Yes.
0: Right before Silas was
3: born. Right before Silas. Yeah, was born. 2019
0: fall. So we didn't start gardening together right away because we didn't really live anywhere that we could. And I was really just learning. And I mean, I had just started studying horticulture and finding out how much I loved plants and, and stuff, but... After you guys moved into, you moved to a house with some roommates that actually had a yard, and we started doing our projects there.
3: Yep. That was the first place that I lived where it was actually a decent place to live, just put it that (laughs) way, and the yard was okay.
0: It it existed.
3: It existed, and it wasn't just rock or uh, something terrible to try to plant in.
0: We did have to dig up that lava rock. That was an experience.
3: That was an experience.
0: Lava rock, like, it, like, sticks together like puzzle pieces, and you can't dig it.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was it's bad. bad. It's bad stuff. Yeah.
0: But that was... I thought that was really fun. You know, we had just started dating, and we were broke college students, so a lot of our time we just spent together kind of cleaning up the yard and talking and drinking beer and being outside. That was really fun. And I had... I was... I think I was working at Campbell's that summer.
3: you were yeah so
0: we had access to to plants and an employee discount
3: <laughs> that we used.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think so they've heard about some of our our misadventures at that house. They've heard about our raised beds that we filled with compost.
3: Oh, that's unfortunate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um they've heard about the trumpet vine.
3: That's a very evil thing. It was bad, a very evil bad, thing. Bad,
0: bad. Uh, I don't think they heard about the hops.
3: Oh, the hops. So where did we get those hops from?
0: I think we got them from a friend who was was propagating them. Or maybe from one of my class oh. projects. We grew enough to harvest them and dry them. Did we ever use... I don't think... No, we did make a beer out of them. We
3: did. We did yeah. end up using yeah. them.
0: So that was really fun. But we did drive past that house a couple years after you'd moved out, and they were taking up a significant portion of the backyard.
3: Yeah. I mean, if someone wanted to make another batch of beer, it would have been a good place to go pick some hops. There was (laughs) quite a few of them there.
0: Uh, So before we met, would you have called yourself a gardener?
3: No, I wouldn't have called myself a gardener always appreciated plants especially grasses i mean i grew up on a ranch in western nebraska and my dad is a very avid range management rancher and he knows his grasses really well and he taught me some of them growing up and i did range management and in high school range judging so grasses I, i've always been fairly familiar with and
0: i don't think you ever have told me you did range judging
3: I did. I did range <laughs> judging for two years in high school for FFA, and I was by no means good at it, but it was still fun. It was a fun thing to do.
0: That explains why you know your grasses so well. I mean, I know your dad. Your dad still does range judging and, and um, maybe more like range evaluations.
3: Range evaluations, mm-hmm. yeah. And my dad worked for the FSA. a He was on their board out there for a while, so he... He got involved with a lot of stuff out there doing that, and he still does, so.
0: Yeah, and he um, has a giant vegetable garden.
3: He does, and that's something that's kind of been a family thing for for a really long time. Uh, My grandpa and grandma always had a really big vegetable garden. I mean, even as long as my dad could remember, and same thing with his grandparents, always had a big vegetable garden. I think that was just a thing of the times, really, people used to have big vegetable gardens, and that's the way it was, especially in rural areas, people Mm -hmm. fed themselves. My grandma used to can everything, I mean, everything. Even as a little kid, I remember walking down to the basement to the storeroom and there were shelves and shelves of canned green beans and all sorts of stuff like that.
0: Well, I mean, even today it takes your parents 30, 40 minutes to get to a grocery store.
3: Yeah. And
0: I'm sure for your grandma that was even longer.
3: Yeah, and they were poor. I mean, they were poor people. They would plant probably five acres of potatoes and dig potatoes and take them to town and sell them. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: And, you know, in the 60s, that was just something people did to make some extra money.
0: Yeah. And then... And your mom, your mom always keeps the deck and and everything. You don't do. They don't have a lot of gardens, just free in the yard, because you have deer and elk all over. Actually, that's that's funny. I don't know. I think I've talked about your dad's garden before, but and and almost every farm has a garden. But I don't know too many farms that have a deer-proof fence around their gardens.
3: Yes, yeah, so my <laughs> my dad, uh, he built probably a twelve or fourteen foot high fence around his garden with hog wire and for the most part it keeps the deer out. It does a pretty good job. He puts a hot wire around the bottom to keep the coons out to keep them out of his corn. But
0: <laughs> We have a coon and corn
3: story too, don't we?
0: That was in Lincoln.
3: Oh, that was in Lincoln, You yeah. had a
0: beautiful stand of corn. <laughs> Those little boogers. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know that before we started dating I would have called myself a gardener either. I I loved being outside. But I wasn't really a gardener, and it, that was kind of that summer, I knew I was going to start studying horticulture, so I had got a job at a nursery, and then the next, by the next summer I was working for NSA, um, so I was learning lots of things, and, and dying to have a home where we could, could garden. And yeah, when we moved to this house three years ago, we, we got that, we got our project,
3: We did. And it's fun to have something to not just look forward to this year, but the years that are coming too. We know that we have lots of projects ahead of us and we're we're not trying to do everything all at once. I mean one, it's not just possible, but two, it it's fun to have something to look forward to the next year.
0: Yeah. I think that's that's something that's different about us than our friends who garden is that we do. We like to grow our own food, and we like to have flowers. But we also just really like to do do the activities together. We like to plan and pick out our flowers.
3: We do. It's a fun thing that we can do together to have fun and enjoy being together
0: and create something. And create together. something. Yeah. yeah. What? So uh, I've been very curious and dying to ask you this question. What is the thing, you know, if there was something in our yard or, or something I designed and wanted to plant that you were like, oh, she's really gone off the deep end now. Because I know you love my goldenrod. <laughs>
3: it makes me sneeze. She says doesn't, it doesn't, but it I'm... It <laughs> doesn't make you sneeze. <laughs> it makes me sneeze. I don't care what she says. It makes me sneeze.
0: <laughs> I think it's, um, what do they call it, like psychosis, where you think that your symptoms are caused by something.
3: Well, the scientists could just be wrong. <laughs> it could make me sneeze.
0: What else? Is that, has there been anything I've planted? Because, like, that's always an interesting um, perspective. Like, I, I mean, I work with native plants, and I love them, and I get excited about growing them. But then also, you know, we're in a, we're in a farming community. We're in a place where some of those plants have caused challenges for people.
3: I don't think you've planted anything that has really turned me off to the plant or to where it was put. I've kind of realized that a lot of things that you plant, I just have to give them a chance to see what they're going to do. Yeah. Because I don't know what they're going to do. You do, but I don't.
0: And I bring them all tiny.
3: And you bring them small. Yeah. So I guess I try to give everything a chance. And then there, there has been a couple things that I haven't liked. You got a couple sedges that... Yeah. turned into some really yucca plant looking wimpy things that i didn't care for.
0: <laughs> yes, there's a couple sedges that i planted in the wrong spot. And i think that they wouldn't have fit my the my design vision anyway, but they're definitely in the wrong spot and they're all floppy and stringy
3: looking. They're they're not my favorite. Yeah. But you know i give them a chance and they didn't look bad the entire time. They're just not right for that spot.
0: What has been one of your favorite things we've planted in our yard?
3: Husker red penstemon.
0: <laughs> you love your husker red penstemon. It's my favorite. Yeah. Is it your favorite because it's called huskers or because you really like the way the plant looks?
3: Oh, I didn't even know what it was called for the longest time. I just knew that it was penstemon and I liked the way that it looked. Yeah.
0: you have a, you, Well, there's a lot of penstemon where you, come, where you grew up, so that's a...
3: There is, but it, most of it doesn't bloom because the cows eat it off before it gets that tall.
0: Yeah. We don't let cows in our backyard.
3: We could. We could get a cow.
0: We could get a goat. No goats. Yeah, no
3: Never. cows.
0: <laughs> no goats, no cows.
3: Okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want a cow anyway.
0: <laughs> we could get one of those fluffy little highland cows.
3: No, I don't want a cow. I was just, just <laughs> kidding. Alpacas? Definitely not. No. Ever.
0: That's okay. He's agreed to my chickens.
3: Yeah, someday. Not Not here, but... <laughs> Someday, maybe,
0: uh, maybe some beasts,
3: someday, maybe, <laughs> not at this house, <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, that is one limitation of our yard. it's not giant, but it's not. I kind of like that because it it's not so big that we'll spend forever creating new gardens. I think here in a year or two, we're gonna have for the most part created our beds, <laughs> and then we can we can really focus on. Like, you know, establishing them or or adding plants or switching out plants if we don't like what we put in.
3: Yeah. We have plenty of, plenty of options. That's definitely true. I mean, the nice thing about having a small yard right now is we have a small child. Mm-hmm. We don't need to dedicate a large amount of our life to mowing or keeping up that space. That doesn't mean we can't put time into it. We just have to manage our time very carefully right now.
0: Yeah. And to and make it all... I mean, there's no part of our backyard that we really want to deny him access to. So even though it's flowers and stuff, it's not off limits. There's no. going to be some stuff in the front yard. I know we're planning this spring to put a rose in and maybe some things that we don't just want him in there picking, but... There's nothing in the backyard. I don't want to play anywhere in the backyard that's not open to playing in.
3: No, I I agree. It's just he has to have a place to explore and play. And if he wants to go run through the grasses and sedges and flowers, he can.
0: Yeah. I mean, we do some neat things with food. We've got strawberries and, and we've got a blackberry bush yep, thing blackberry in the bush. in the alley, and I really like that he's learning that, that there's food in the yard. Um, we are still working on not eating green strawberries.
3: Yeah, he, <laughs> he likes the strawberries enough that he just doesn't care if they're red or not. He knows what they are, and he wants to eat them. <laughs>
0: so, we don't do... I mean, when we first started gardening together, we tried to grow a lot of food. And I think comparing ourselves to your dad we got depressed in that pretty quickly Uh, we just didn't we didn't have the skill we didn't have the space and we didn't give ourselves enough time to learn but we still grow a little bit of food
3: yeah I think someday I would like to have a a larger garden maybe not the monstrosity that my dad manages to to maintain and grow every year but Someday I think we'll have time for it, and maybe maybe a bigger yard, so
0: what are you so I do my herbs, I've got my little herb section of our our raised food garden. What are you gonna put in this year?
3: I like my pepper plants you do I God. mean that's kind of my thing, I guess um
0: are you gonna do last year we did lots of bell peppers? are you gonna do? Bell peppers again, or you really like to pickle your jalapenos too?
3: I think I'm going to stick to one jalapeno plant (laughs) and some bell peppers and maybe something else fun like a Hungarian wax pepper or something like that would be fun to plant. Just something different.
0: Yeah. I think it's good for a vegetable garden to switch it up and not do the same things. Yeah. Yeah. I know you told me we should add more herbs this year, and I agree, because we like to... It's always a bummer. Last year I said, well, I think it's a lot of work to dry herbs. Do I really care if I get them from hy or not? And it turns out that we did care. And this year we were kind of bummed when we ran out of our dried herbs. So we're going to do some more.
3: They do really well up there too. So
0: And the bees love them. The
3: bees love them. And our son really likes watching the bees and the butterflies. And
0: Me too. It's kind
3: of an exciting <laughs> thing to have in our yard is all these bees and butterflies and insects especially for a small child I mean that's that's adventure
0: yeah okay what was the oh there was another question I was gonna ask you so uh, I know Hannah and Matthew talked about planting day and and uh, sometimes when I'm busy (laughs) all spring and I'm helping everybody with their planting projects but I've been shopping the whole time Sometimes I add up some plant flats, and by the time I get around to planting them, I'm planting, like, six flats of plants. Do you think I'm crazy, or do you think that's exciting?
3: A little bit of both. (laughs) I mean, I like plants. Yeah, you do. I really do. I'm glad that you do. But when you dig 40 holes, and I'm dropping 40 plants in 40 (laughs) holes, I'm pretty happy to be not the one... Planting them in the ground. <laughs> yeah. That um, drill auger that you got me, though, that... Speeds things up. That really
0: yep. is nice. Well, and we've got good working soil now, too. When we first moved here, we were digging in a lot of clay.
3: Yeah, it's, it's definitely improved mm-hmm. a lot.
0: If I gave you the choice <laughs> of a flat of 32 tiny plants or 10 gallon-sized pots, which one would you rather 10 plant?
3: gallon-sized pots. <laughs>
0: I think that's really funny because that's the opposite of our dish-doing habits. Yeah. You would rather plant the big plants, and you don't like doing a whole bunch of small ones, but you would rather wash all the tiny dishes like silverware, and you avoid the big pots. And I'm completely the opposite. I'd rather wash five big cooking pots and never
3: touch a piece of silverware. You're right. I don't know why it's like that, but it is. (laughs) I just thought that
0: was interesting. That's why I wanted to ask you that. So, what um, we've got a couple different plans for the spring. What are you looking forward to doing
3: the most? Being outside. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've talked about working in several areas of our yard. I know we're really excited about working out front where all the rocks are at right now, and we're talking about playing that rose. And I'm excited about that. I'm also excited to keep working in areas where we've already been, though, Mm -hmm. and keep improving them and cleaning them up. You do a lot of the the plant part and a lot of the designing, which is great. And I do a lot of the the bricks and Uh stones and pathways. And I think part of my goal this year is going to be maintaining a lot of what we've done in that regard and keeping it up.
0: You have been really creative with the bricks and the rocks.
3: I mean, the neat thing about this house is when we bought it, there was already a lot of really neat brickwork in our yard and our landscaping. It had kind of not been taken care of for 20 years, but it was still neat. So there was a, something to build off of and work from. It wasn't starting from scratch, which was which was nice.
0: Yeah. And we didn't have to buy all those bricks.
3: And we didn't have to buy all those bricks. You kind of
0: changed the lines a little bit or like... Reset them when they'd sunken in.
3: Yep, and I've got a lot more of that to do, resetting them, pulling up. Some of them are still only barely visible. They're half in the ground, and they just need pulled back up and reset. And.
0: But I really like the what you did, um, stepping <laughs> stones through the backyard, and they're just like... They're just at ground level, so they're just kind of hiding there in the grass, and you can run the mower right over them. But... It just looks it looks so gardeny and, and not lawny. It makes the grass look like it's part of the garden instead of the gardens being, you know, a couple splotches in a lawn.
3: Yeah, and they're a nice color. They're kind of a brick color. And I didn't it's not a formal thing. They're stepping stones. I mean they're yeah. a step apart.
0: They're not regular shapes.
3: They're not regular shapes, they're Yeah they're interesting to look at.
0: I think the thing I'm most excited about is seeing, you know, the, the first thing, the things we planted the first year we lived here are going to be like three years old this year and that they're going to be finally kind of maturing and it'll be really fun. You know, we never lived anywhere long enough to see a plant mature.
3: No, we didn't. I
0: mean, I think our two years in Weston was the longest we lived in one place. So... That's super exciting.
3: And there are some plants that were here in the yard, like the clematis that was here. It hadn't been taken care of in a really long time. So it's kind of neat to watch those plants come back and see what they were like when they were planted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's some really neat clematis that we didn't even realize were there when we moved in because they were just growing underneath their own dead stems.
3: The yard was really overgrown Couldn't hardly tell what was what.
0: The 40 pink spireas were finally dwindling down. It's nice.
3: We got a few more of those to dig up.
0: Well, I think that was all the questions I had. Is there anything about gardening or gardening together that you want to tell people?
3: I do have one interesting story. When I was a kid, I went to a country school, and I had a teacher who was, she was just great. She brought in all sorts of interesting people to talk to us, and I was probably eight or nine years old and she brought in a World War One veteran. And he told us some stories about the war. I mean, age-appropriate stories for us, but the thing about this guy, this older gentleman loved to garden. Absolutely loved to garden. He had one of the best yards that, to this day that I've ever seen. And after hearing some of his stories, it, it made sense why he liked to garden.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's a... It's a calming thing, it's a peaceful thing, it's a relaxing thing that you can do it, and you can take your mind off of anything,
0: yeah, Gardening can just pretty much be whatever each person needs it to be, and I like that about it as a hobby, and I like that about it being something we do together that it can be a date where we're having fun in our garden or it can just be something we <laughs> each individually you know focus on you. you really like your peppers and I really like to dig up grass and plant new garden beds, <laughs> and sometimes we do do our separate projects, and
3: and we do, but it's okay because we both we well, we enjoy each other's projects too.
0: Yeah, I love I love seeing your ideas. That you always give me something different to think about, and you always are looking for somewhere to slip in another piece of food. I like that. That's our story, and hopefully, everyone has has someone they like to garden with, or at least somebody who will listen to your gardening stories.
3: Yep.
1: Okay,
0: that was so much fun.
1: Okay, Sarah, so now that we've talked to our significant others about our hobbies rubbing off on them, has anything Nick is interested in rubbed off on you?
0: You know, we kind of... I would say we equally jumped into these hobbies together. Where mm-hmm. Maybe I brought the gardening to the relationship, but he embraced it fully. He brought the beer to our relationship, <laughs> but I jumped in fully, <laughs> too. So, um, you know, for a while, we both worked at a hop yard in college. Mm-hmm. Um, we've brewed beer together. We enjoy tasting beer together. Um, he definitely knows more than me mm-hmm. and, and likes more things than I do in that world, but... I I have fully embraced that hobby of his. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. Do you have any other
1: relationships in your life where some, they have introduced you to some fun hobby?
0: Oh, that's a really good question. So I I think we all know that I sew a lot. Mm-hmm. And I probably sew maybe the most different styles. Yeah. You know, I, I do clothes and I can quilt and I also embroider. Um, I do all those things in like... Rounds. I yeah, don't sit yeah. there every day doing a little <laughs> bit of each. But my mom and my sisters are also very crafty people, but they all have kind of their specialty, and we'll all try out each other's, you know. My mom crochets. I am actually really, really bad at crocheting, so I don't try that one out very often. But we all embroider in different ways, and, and you know, maybe often I'll see one of them working on their projects and go, oh, I haven't cross-stitched in a while, and now I'm in the middle of this big cross-stitch project. Mm -hmm. And we kind of all have one going at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. How about you?
1: Well, let's see. With In regards to Matthew, he's a musician, Mm -hmm. so he's always introducing me to new arts and different things like that. And I think one one that I have fully embraced that he introduced me to is modern dance I love modern dance I'm very
0: glad that you do
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I really enjoyed going to those types of performances um, anything from a super small I went to the wilds in the fall at the lead Center is like... 30 people there and two minutes in I was like sobbing it was like <laughs> it's so pretty they they're so good and they love each other um all the way up to like world-renowned cool artists so I I that's something that I thoroughly enjoy and then recently my sister taught me how to crochet nice and so I find I'm, it very hard I'm getting into it good. I'm really enjoying it and so yeah there's all kinds of a fun thing. One of my friends, Emery, she really likes pickleball, so she's been trying to push me into some yeah. pickleball.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun when you have someone in your life who is willing to share their interest. You kind of have an entry into mm-hmm. a hobby uh, instead of. You know, just seeing it in the world and trying to do your own research. Mm -hmm. It's really nice to share those things with people. Absolutely. So
1: I guess we're using this episode to say, reach out to folks, anyone, any relationship in your life and say, hey, do you want to garden
0: with me? Yeah, or do you want to talk about plants today? Because it's February and I'm feeling cold.
1: Right, Mm -hmm. in February, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Do you want to go
0: to Spring Affair with me? We can make it a party.
1: Right, there we go. Um, Okay, well, before we go, we do have two announcements to make. And they're both Valentine's related.
0: I'm excited. I don't have any idea what these (laughs) announcements are. So first,
1: uh, the Nebraska Statewide Arboretum will have a booth at Morrill Hall's Cosmos and Cocktails event, which is on Saturday. You can still get tickets if you just go to Morrill Hall's website. We're going to be there. It's a full dinner. It's um, focused on love and the stars. So yeah, they have a star what is that called uh the the planetarium that thing (laughs) the like
0: movie of the stars on the ceiling yes they're
1: doing one focused on love in the stars and everyone's there's a lot
0: of stories with those constellations yeah
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. and we are doing a game called who's your daddy where you match (laughs) the seed to the tree
0: (laughs) i love it uh so i always enjoy i mean i enjoy museums i'm kind of nerdy Mm -hmm. that way but i love museum special events because it gets all of those people that just like you know had a ticket for the day out of the way Mm and you can you can get real um nerdy about whatever they're focused on tonight
1: yep yeah so we hope to see you there if you want to go and next with a drum roll if you would (laughs) Spring a fair preview party tickets. Already? Already. So why Not today. So we said already spring, guys. Not today. But they are coming up. Um, go to our website, planetbrasser.org. It'll be the first thing. Now, what's important to know is that members get first choice this year. So if you are a member, you will get
0: to buy your tickets first. It's an awesome benefit.
1: Yeah. If you are not a member, you will have to wait and it will sell out because we are bringing back the dinner. There's going to be a full dinner available. Um, those tickets are a little bit pricier in the 40 to $50 level. Um or you can come just for the sale this year. So we have two separate options for it. You can come for the dinner and the sale, and you get the full dinner, drinks, buy your plants first, or you can come just for the sale. You still have, there's gonna be a bar because we know what makes you buy more <laughs> plants, um, but it's a little less expensive if that's something you're interested
0: regardless of what ticket you purchase you're all going into the plant sale at At, the same time
1: at the same time we will hold all the doors it'll just be me
0: and toby and michelle
1: and sarah and bob just holding doors you're gonna leave
0: me out of that list and i was like yeah i don't know how good of a (laughs) doorstop i am but um, you just put your whole body in front of (laughs) it and hope nobody i will not wear my roller skates because that would be very easy to get past Yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) so um Check out our website, plantnebraska.org. It'll tell you when you can buy tickets based on your member status and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You can also just buy your membership now Yep. so that that way you can get in. As soon as it's ready, you'll get an email.
0: And you will already be set up with your member card mm-hmm. and all. you will be settled before spring affair. You won't have to walk in and ask us, um, did I get my membership? Did I get it renewed in time to get my plant discount? Right, because you're gonna want that because you're it'll gonna s- buy a lot of plants,
1: and it'll slow you down at Spring Affair mm-hmm. if you have to renew your membership there. So renew it ahead of time. Yep. All right. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody. Hold up. Uh oh, we forgot the oh. plant we're thinking about this week. Of the week.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a great question. That you
0: didn't. Is think somebody about-
1: doing roses? <laughs> Let's. You
0: know what? Let's Valentine's just do Day. that. What's your What's your favorite
1: rose color? Oh my gosh! Well, I can tell you what my least favorite. <laughs> okay, tell me what your least favorite. I is. hate blue and yellow
0: roses. Ew. Blue is a thing. <laughs> yes. Oh dear! I did not know that. I did not know. Now you, I will have to look that up. That sounds that sounds as bad as blue points at us. Yeah. Mhm. Okay. I, it's clearly not natural. No.
1: Um, but I think my favorite is, of course, just a very deep red.
0: Yes. I there's not too many. Of the, like, I don't know, red, white, pinks. I do love yellow roses. That's actually my favorite. But of those, like, maybe more natural colors, even Mm -hmm. though, you know, we've definitely enhanced them in different ways that I don't like. Mm -hmm. I don't like multicolored roses where, like, they're white and red. Sure. They look bloody to me. I think it's because they put them on all the vampire books. they do. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I don't know. Um I do like red. I love a white rose. Yeah, white can be really nice. The yellow garden roses oh, are sure, probably my yeah. favorite. And the reason is because I think they smell the strongest mm-hmm. and they smell so good.
1: Yeah, I there's a big difference between like the miniature and the yeah. garden roses that we often have. And like
0: the kind of cheap yellow like they d- they're, not always, yeah, they're not even always Yes. they're not even always very yellow and they de- don't smell good but the yellow bush roses mm-hmm. I love them there's one yeah. out here I have no idea I'm not a rose expert by any means but the one outside of our office I love it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there you
1: go you can send us roses <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> or uh, caffeine at this oh time oh my here. gosh just coffee, send coffee, caffeine co- co- <laughs> I take coffee. Sarah wants tea. I'll take tea. But we joke about, we are, it's a lot of work to plan spring, but we love it. I mean, if we didn't Mm -hmm. love spring, we wouldn't be doing this job. Mm -hmm. And it's so exciting for us to be planning all of these spring events for people um, to just come love plants together. Mm-hmm. So we're excited to see you all again. Yes, we are. So thank you very much
1: for listening. Don't forget to rate and review us. Send us your questions as you're looking through and deciding what to plant. This spring, we'll be happy to help you plan, answer those questions, and figure it all out. So yeah. make sure to send those in. Um, Bloombox and Box Growing Deeper are both programs of the Nebraska Statewide Arboretum.